Hey there, it's Janie Porter, and this is She Just Glows, the podcast. I'm gonna help you find joy and purpose in your life just as it is today. Not tomorrow, not when life is perfect, not when you win a million dollars or your kids finally stop peeing on the seat, but right now. I'm a life coach, a writer, a wife, and a mom of four. And just like you, I spend my days fighting through the pressure to be thin, happy, and have the perfect house and the perfect life. But here's the thing, I've never found perfection. What I have found is that it's so much better to just be real. So grab a cup of coffee and join me like you would a girlfriend. We'll talk mom life, body image, letting go of the lie of perfection, and learning to thrive in the chaos of our world today. You've got your own life coach in your back pocket now. This is She Just Glows, the podcast. So I know this title is just so sexy. (laughs) I actually had a much better title. It was how to be more productive and less less scattered in 12 hours, but that's too long. Regardless, I've got a big promise for you today. I have a simple, amazing hack that is going to make your summer with your children so much better for you because you'll be able to focus and engage and for them because they're gonna have your full attention or more of it when you are together. Sound good? I have fine-tuned this over years and I wanted to share it today. So this will help you become more productive and less scattered within your first day of doing it. So I want you to listen to this episode and try this simple life-changing hack because I want you to live a life that's more productive and where you feel less scattered. I think as women today, that's one of the biggest things that we are up against every day is just this feeling of being so scattered and so frenetic and so spread thin. It doesn't work. So if you try this for one day, I can guarantee it will change your life in some way. It may not be in a huge way, but it will change your life. You will feel more grounded. You will feel more content. You will feel less stressed and less frantic. And it's a tool I personally use in my own life and I love it. So I wanted to share it with you. So I want to ask you, do you have a million things on your mind throughout the day? And somehow you feel frenetic and rushed all day long. Do you know as a basic guarantee that at some point from the time you wake up to the time you lay your head in bed at night, that you will feel scattered and fragmented. I hate that feeling. It's a great way to feel really unproductive and not purposeful. And I know for myself as a 40-year-old woman today, I wanna feel purposeful every day and I wanna feel joyful every day. And that's what I help my one-on-one clients do and my group coaching clients do, to feel purposeful in your life and to find joy every day, no matter what life is throwing at you. So this hack actually began as a homework assignment for one of my clients. And I use it so much, I figured I need to share this in a podcast. So you could be overwhelmed because you have no plan. And what you need to do right now is write everything down that's floating in your brain to avoid the junk drawer effect. And if you don't know what that is, head to episode five of this podcast it will change your life. But there might be something else happening here. And I actually started this topic 
in my notes for that episode, episode five, but there was so much. And I think this is such a huge issue that I wanted to make this its own podcast episode. So here's what we're covering today. I'm going to share the simple phone and tasks hack that will keep you from feeling fragmented every single day. First, I'm going to break down why you feel so fragmented and scattered every single day. And I do too. And everyone I know does too. It's not just you. And then I'm going to share the breakthrough tool I use to segment my day every day so that I'm not a robot checking the phone every 90 seconds of the day and so that I can show up fully for my family, my husband, my clients, and myself fully present. That's what I want, right? That is the way to walk into a joy-filled life. You got to fully engage. You can't be scattered and frenetic and halfway there in everything you do. Is this sounding familiar? So first, I want to thank you for showing up to this little corner of the podcast world with me. I'm Janie Porter. I'm a wife to my husband. We've been together since I was 14. I'm a mom of four kids, ages four to 10. I have three sons and a girl. And in my heart, I'm a writer. And you may know me because you've been part of the She Just Glows community since I started it in 2014. I've got more than 400 posts that I pour my heart and soul into about the loneliness of motherhood, the beauty, the perspective, the failures, the learning, the growing, all of it. Basically wrote it during my kids' four-hour nap times, back when they napped. And it grew into something beautiful on SheJustGlows.com. And you can go there right now if you need inspiration and you just want to read. No one reads anymore, though. That's why I started this podcast, so I can connect with you where you're at. Folding laundry, going on a walk, driving the kids to camps, whatever you're doing on this summer day. So this year, my youngest went to school. So I finally had all four kids in school for the first time since I had children. And I decided to start life coaching. And I call it joy coaching with Janie. Um, And my practice has exploded. It's been such a joy. And it's such a passion for me to connect with women around the country every single day, helping you rediscover your spark, helping you come up with goals and an action plan to build a life of joy and purpose for you again. And just to remind you, your spark isn't gone. We just need to find it again. And everyone needs a little help finding that spark sometimes. So if you're interested in working with me directly one-on-one, you can head to shejustglows.com slash coaching. I would love to connect with you. You're going to have to excuse my voice for this episode. I don't know if you've noticed, but I don't sound quite like myself. Uh, we took a three or four week vacation time. My, my, my family and I went to Montana. We had some time just chilling at home with the kids. And dang, are these kids going back to school at any point soon or what? Can I get an amen? I am a few weeks in and I'm like, when is the first day of school? (laughs) My kids are either zero or a thousand. There is no in between on the energy scale. So I'm sludging through summer over here, slugging away. And um, this is actually my first day back in the office since my kids got out of school. So it's kind of an exciting break for me. Anyway, enough about me. Thanks for being here. I'm glad you're here. 
So, you know, as moms, we're always opening and closing tabs. You know, I just talked about I was on vacation. I closed my work tab. Today I've reopened the work tab, and I'm so happy to be back here connecting with you. Um, You leave work. You pick up the kids. You return a voicemail from the doctor's office. Oh, it's the last week of school. Stop by Target to buy a gift for the teacher. Back to a client email. Now we're home. Throw a load of laundry in. And, you know, I got to tell you, What you're doing is more than just multitasking, which I'm sure you're pretty good at. This is jumping from one tab to another all day long because you wear so many different hats. It's like you're popping hats on and off all day long, right? So it's not just multitasking under the same hat. It's changing the hat all day long. You have the mom tab, which is like 10 tabs in itself. Feeding them, clothing them, worrying about them, guiding them, teaching them homework or keeping them busy during summer. I tell my kids, I am not here to entertain you this summer. That's my big statement to them. Go be bored. That's where really interesting things happen. In fact, I started my entire business because I was bored during my kids' four-hour nap time eight years ago, right? There is a lot of good in being bored. I am not here to entertain you this summer, kids. Go play outside. But we have so many tabs, guys. You know, you think about when you open your internet and all the tabs that are open. That's your brain. That is your brain. You have so many tabs open every single day, all day long, and you're jumping back and forth. And it's no wonder you're feeling scattered and frenetic and stressed. And the worst part, unproductive, right? You got the housekeeper tab. You got the wife tab. Got the professional tab. The chef tab. The chauffeur tab. The friend tab. The the list goes on and on. And you know, the biggest lie for me, and this is something I wanted to spell today, We think our phones help us multitask, you guys, because they help us. They help us jump from one tab to the other all day long. Calling the doctor's office, texting the friend, checking the weather for the activity you're doing with the kids. Obviously, our phones are helpful. But what if I told you that the last thing you should be doing right now is walking around with 20 tabs open all day long? And what you're doing is going from real life to your phone and back to real life all day long. And that makes us feel anxious, unproductive, scattered, and ineffective. Am I a psychologist? No. Am I a professional of any sort that's, that's you know, qualified to tell you anything? No. But this is what I have come to learn in my own life of 40 years. That I feel anxious when I am jumping from real life to my phone and back all day long. And hang on for the hack because all of this is going to make sense just around the corner. The bottom line is our phones facilitate a life where all the tabs are open all the time. That's a huge problem. It's making us stressed and anxious, and it's making us feel fragmented and scattered because we are. 
And see, the lie that we're sold is that having all the tabs open on the phone is what being a, a woman today is all about. You have to be going from tab to tab all day long. That's just what it means to survive in our world today. And I'm here to present a counter argument to that, that I personally live out and I know is going to help you this summer. And I really wanted to share this as we start summer because this is a prime time that you can start trying this hack. And I'm telling you, in the first day, you're going to notice a difference. Okay, so now what? Thanks, Janie. So how do I change that? I'm a working mom. I have a flexible schedule, so I get my kids from school, or I have toddlers. They interrupt me all day long. How am I supposed to do this? How do I not have all the tabs open all the time? I have a lot to do. I get it. And I want to say first, there are some times when it's not possible to focus on one tab at a time. I mean, obviously, I know real life happens. But by and large, I'm going to challenge you when you want to object to what I'm about to tell you. I want to challenge you to just try it and think about, can you really not do this though? I know it's counterculture and I know it is really counterintuitive in some ways because it seems like to be the most productive, you need to have all the tabs open. It's simply untrue. But I know that if your kids are little, this may not work. I'll get into all of that. There are some phases of life where this may not work. Okay, but by and large, I'm going to challenge you to give this a try because I bet you can institute it. You just haven't tried because you've never thought it would make you more productive to ignore your phone for certain segments of the day. This is a practice I do myself and it works and I'm going to share it with you right now. First thing I'm going to tell you is I think you should never have more than two or three tabs open at a time. And I know there's nothing you can drop. Everything's important. I totally get it. But could you segment your day so that you're basically focused on one to three things at a time, not 10? It's not always perfect. Yes, there are exceptions. But here's the hack that will change how you interact with your life and help you feel more grounded in your day because you're focused on each thing you're doing. And most importantly, you're able to show up fully present for your family and yourself. Okay, so remember I told you that client's homework is sort of what inspired me to start thinking more about this hack that I was already doing and wanting to share it with you. I have a client and she found herself feeling like she had no time for herself and she was feeling very unfulfilled. Um, her girls go to preschool every morning, every weekday morning. And she would get a workout in, and then she would go home and do like housework. She would prep food. She would pick up the house from when the boys were home earlier or the kids were home earlier. And by the time it was time to pick them up from preschool, she'd been working all day on housework and came to get the girls and was like, okay, now what? I think I just said boys and girls. Let's just pick one. Okay, it's daughters. <laughs> So what happened was she was doing all the housework when the kids weren't home. And then when she got the kids, there wasn't much of a sense of purpose or that she had done anything for her. So let me get into all this. Here is what you've been waiting for. Segment 
your day into manual and digital tasks. All right, hear me out. This is a big deal, you guys. This is how I run my every single day. I firmly believe that tasks are divided into two categories during mom life. Manual tasks and computer or phone tasks, right? You following me? Both of these are important. Both of these are required to keep the household running. However, if you try to do all of them all of the time, you will feel scattered and fragmented. And this is what I'm trying to help you with today. Maybe your issue isn't that you have too much to do, but that you're not segmenting your day in a way that makes you productive. Okay, so let me explain. I love this. Type one, manual tasks are basically your household chores and kids stuff, right? Stuff you do with your hands. Doesn't usually require a lot of brain power. Making dinner, laundry, doing bath time, homework, cleaning out the kids' closets, cleaning out the couches, fixing that drawer. Type two is computer or digital tasks. The stuff that does require brain powder, power, powder? <laughs> the stuff that does require brain power. Making appointments, paying bills, researching schools, ordering groceries, calling the AC guy. All that sort of behind the scenes stuff that like you still have to do. No one sees it, but you still have to do it, right? Okay, so here's what's on my list today. Do laundry, record this podcast, meet with two clients, plan meals for this weekend and order groceries, clean out my, ki my kids' clothes drawers, make dinner and clean up, and text the AC guy to schedule a service. Okay, so what I need to do with those things today is divide them into two categories, manual tasks and digital tasks. And bear with me, I'm, I'm getting, this is all gonna come together in a minute. Here's what I'm gonna tell you guys. Two categories, manual tasks and digital tasks or computer phone tasks, whatever you wanna call them. Listen up, here is the crux of this entire episode. Manual tasks should always be done when the kids are around. Manual tasks should always be done when the kids are around. I'll explain why in a bit. Computer tasks or phone tasks should always be done when the kids are gone at school or sleeping. Computer tasks should always be done when the kids are gone or sleeping. No, you don't live in a perfect world. I know your kids don't sleep and may not, may not be, you know, they're not at school right now that it's summer. I know there are exceptions to this, but this isn't an ideal world, so bear with me. Because I know you're wondering what this looks like, how does this play out? And so I'm gonna share every single segment in my average day here around the corner so you can see that at almost all times during the day, it's manual tasks, or computer tasks, I always tried to avoid, I always try to avoid tackling manual and digital tasks at the same time. Never or rarely both at the same time, okay? It makes a huge difference, you guys. It helps me live a satisfying and contented life 
Not one where I'm running from one thing to the next, like a chicken with my head cut off. And it is possible. But when we try to do both manual and computer tasks simultaneously, when we do both at the same time, we're scattered. But I'll get to that in a, in a sec. I want to share, why do I want to do manual tasks when my kids are around? That makes no sense, Janie. The kids like get into the laundry. They turn it upside down. It's a really frustrating process. They make a bigger mess than the one I'm trying to clean up. So many good reasons why you need to be doing these things when the kids are there, seeing you, and maybe even becoming part of the solution. Now, I realize if you have little babies, this may not apply. You may have to do this stuff when they're sleeping. I'm leaving room for your objection there. But if you're curious and willing to give any of this a try, what do you have to lose? Just try it. Just try it. Even though you have doubts, even though you have objections, even though your kids may be little and this may not be totally possible, give it a whirl. So there are several reasons why I like doing manual tasks when my kids are around. And I realize my kids are older. So if you have little kids and it's actually really hard to get household work done when they're awake, I get it. But it's not impossible. If your kids still nap, you have a good amount of time, hopefully, where you can have some separation to get these digital tasks done as well. So keep listening in. There may be things here that you can pluck out. This may not work in total for everyone listening, but you might find things that you can pluck out for your own life. So the first reason I love doing manual jobs when my kids are around is because first and foremost, they help me. I'll have my boys take the trash out or I'll ask my four-year-old daughter to put soap in the dishwasher. If they're gone, I will purposely not do these manual tasks. I will leave the trash in the trash can because I want my children to be cognizant of the fact that the trash has gotten full. It's not magically getting done while you're asleep or while you're gone. That stuff happens when you're here. In doing a lot of these manual jobs when my kids are gone or sleeping, I was depriving them of the opportunity to first of all learn how a household truly runs and second of all, to have this life-building skill of duties and jobs that they're responsible for around the house. Obviously, I'm more apt to assign chores to my children if I am doing my chores when they're around. And they are more apt to participate if they see me working and doing my chores. So what happens here is it builds this feeling of a team and that's exactly what I want. So if I'm taking my personal time to relax and like have alone time when they're gone, if I'm taking that to rush through laundry and meal prep just so I'm not going to be interrupted, they're not seeing any of the work that's happening behind the scenes to keep this household running. So I'm depriving them of that opportunity to be part of my team and I'm depriving myself of the chance to have a few more helping hands. What I've found is that when I'm doing my chores and I am requesting their help with theirs, there is a feeling of team and it feels really great. I wish I had a better descriptor than that. It just feels really good because we're working together. 
We're accomplishing something together. The second reason I love doing manual tasks when my kids are around, it actually helps me be more present for quality face time with them. So what I realized was, it's summer now, but like when I would pick up my kids from school, if I made a point to, from two to five, try my best to ignore my phone, have it on the charger, but not really be in the phone world, I realized that because I was then pivoting my brain to manual tasks around the house, it was lending to quality FaceTime with my family. So to give an example, I, um, I actually prefer to fold laundry in the afternoons after my kids get home from school. In fact, if it's done before then, I simply won't, won't fold it. I'll pour it onto the um, kitchen counter. I wipe my kitchen counter clean and that's where I fold laundry. Otherwise, it won't ever move. <laughs> so I have to put it somewhere that's sort of in the way. And what happens is we get home from school, they unload their backpacks, I fix them a healthy snack at the bar in the kitchen, and I sit there and fold laundry. And what happens is because I'm not distracted on my phone or scrolling Instagram or um, texting a friend or trying to coordinate our activities for the rest of the week or ordering groceries or all of the things that are required to run a household on my phone, but because I'm taking a break from that segment of the day, I'm mentally present for them. My hands are occupied, but my brain is not. And that's the goal with doing these manual tasks when the kids are around you. Your hands are occupied, but your brain is not occupied. Therefore, they're getting that. They're getting that part of my brain. And it really just lends to beautiful connection because I'm mentally present to hear about their day and interact. And it's not half listening while I check a text or an email, you know? A life of purpose is built on just tiny moments like this every single day, isn't it? Times in your day when you're finding the joy and goodness in between all the things that you have to do. So separating manual tasks from digital ones helps me do this. The third reason I love doing manual tasks when my kids are around, it teaches the kids the work it takes to run a home and that this house isn't magically clean and their laundry isn't magically done. I never knew how to do laundry, right? Maybe, maybe your husband still doesn't, you know? Letting these kids be part of the jobs that it takes to run a household and be a responsible adult is a gift is absolutely a gift. And this simple hack will make you feel so much more focused and present with your family. Okay, so how does this play out? Like, how does, what does this actually look like? Great, what a great idea. I'll fold laundry when my kids are around. Wow, we've really reinvented the wheel here. Hear me out. What I'm asking you to do is save those manual tasks for when your kids are there and save those computer and digital tasks for when your kids are gone or sleeping as much as you possibly can. It works. I start just listing out, okay, when the kids are gone next, here's all the stuff I have to do. And you know what happens? When I wait to do those digital tasks when the kids are gone or sleeping, it's so much 
faster. I am always shocked by how much I get done in 30 minutes of actually being alone in my office than trying to squirrel in something here and there over the course of two days and how frustrating, defeating, and totally counterproductive that is in the course of my day. So I basically divide my entire day into manual segments or computer and phone segments. Simple as that. It sounds complicated. It's not complicated at all, guys, but I'm going to break it down for you. So some segments are work hours. Other segments are when I respond to emails, segments with when I do kids stuff and the laundry, and I try my best to open tabs and then close them because then I can move on to the next thing. So here's how I do this. The entire day is segmented. Some segments are phone time, others are not. I realize this is not always possible every single day. And, and right now as you're hearing this, it may sound totally unrealistic. But as you listen to this ideal day I'm going to share with you, I want you to ponder if there's any piece of this that might work for your own life. Okay, so this is during the school year. When I wake up from 5 to 6 a.m., that's me time. This is part of my happiness formula. If you don't know what that is, it's one of my previous episodes here on the podcast. Um, having time to myself before my family wakes up is a big part of my happiness formula. So I do my coffee. I do some She Just Glows work. I post social media stuff. I read the Bible. I am on my phone during that time. Six to seven, I am not on my phone. So I'm closing the tab. I shut, I don't shut my phone down, but I, I turn it, I don't turn it off. What's it called? I like, you know, I lock it. I charge it on the charger. I'm not on my phone from six to seven. During the school year, the kids are up. We're getting ready for school. That hour is kids and laundry and kitchen, making breakfast, cleaning up, and I'm mentally there because my phone is not something I'm popping to every five minutes when they leave the room. I'm there folding the laundry, making the breakfast, and physically with them, mentally with them, okay? From seven to nine, I would say I'm on my phone like 25% of the time. This is my workout time. The kids are at school at that point during the school year. Um, I'm working out, I'm getting ready. This is more me time, part of my happiness formula. And during this time, I'll be in contact with clients a little too. So that's kind of like half and half. From nine to 9.30, when I get to the office, there's some phone if I need it. I tackle my personal digital to-do list, things that I need a computer to do. Again, what I was just saying, that list that I've saved for when I'm kid-free, that's when this goes into action. Okay, now I'm at the office. Now I have a list of things I need to do. And I've actually started not just doing um, work work here. I've started doing here in the office anything that's computer-related household work. So what do I mean by that? Well, scheduling the dentist appointments, researching that outing I want to take them on, booking the facial, buying the hiking boots for our family vacation, buying Father's Day gifts. These aren't she just glows work, but because I'm in my office, because I am away from the children, and I know that I have the focus, I simply have a digital to-do list that I start tackling when I get into the office. And it blows my mind every time how quickly I get through those five to seven items that have accumulated because I've just waited till I simply have focus and I'm sitting at a computer ready to attack my to-do list. You know what I mean? Okay, 
9.30 to 1 is client and work time, so no phone unless it's for clients. I'm not doing anything else during that time. Okay, now we're closing a tab and I'm going home. From 1 to 6 p.m., kids only. So my phone is somewhat put away. And we don't live in a perfect world. Yes, I'm on my phone here and there during 1 to 6 p.m., but ideally it's kind of put away. So it's pick the kids up, go to the park, go home, switch laundry, make them food, let them play. My phone is basically put away during this time. I love leaving it in the, in the kitchen, actually. If I feel like I'm going back to it too much during my, um, during my time with the kids, what, what should be like my manual task time, if you're getting really, if you're staying really um, stringent with me on this segmenting. What I love to do is I'll leave my phone in the kitchen and I'll ask my kids, you wanna go on a walk? And we just literally walk down the street We'll maybe go five, seven, eight houses. We talk to the neighbors. We look at butterflies. We look at birds. And the blood pressure goes down. And I'm disconnected because I've made the choice to leave my phone in the kitchen to just go on a walk with the kids. And I, those are some of my favorite moments of the day. So again, it's this constant and conscious distinction between manual and digital tasks so that you can show up to be fully present for your kids and frankly for you because it feels really good to be fully present for yourself too, right? It feels good from the inside out. After six, I'm back to the phone. I'm checking what I missed. I'm settling into the evening. When I get to bed at seven or 7.30, yes, that's when I lay down in bed because I'm geriatric. <laughs> I check my phone one last time when I get into bed and I put it on the charger. I have a very stringent policy of by about 7, 7.30, I am not on my phone at all. The reason why mainly is it keeps me awake longer and I really have a tough time falling asleep. But it's a really great boundary. So if you text me after 7 or 7.30 p.m., most of my loved ones know I will get back to you tomorrow morning. I'll get back to you early during my me time from 5 to 6 a.m., okay? So why did I just tell you my schedule? I wanted you to hear my segments. Now, again, I realize you can't just walk through your day and say, oh, this segment time is up. I have to switch. You know, the baby might be tantruming. The, um, you know, kid might have fallen outside. You obviously have to flex with life and life happens. Of course, I know that. And I live that too. But could this prototype of a day evolve into a daily routine for you that is less frustrating, less scattered, and 10 times more productive, okay? So what am I asking you to do? Save those manual tasks for when the kids are around. Ask for their help with them. Let them see you doing them. And on the flip side, when you have tasks that require your phone or computer, simply write a list and wait to tackle that list until the kids are asleep or gone. I'm not hopping between tabs all day. If you're hopping between tabs all day, that is why you are scattered and fragmented. And if you don't believe me, I want you to go through today and just kind of listen to what's happening. See when you feel frustrated. See when you feel fragmented. See when you feel stressed. And ask yourself, is it because there are so many tabs open right now? And I know that all the tabs are important, but could some of them wait until later? And you can batch some of that work 
on the computer when the kids are not around. If you are on your phone all day or trying to schedule appointments or do computer work while the kids are home, it's a guaranteed recipe for frustration every single time. And I know some of you are going to say, well, I'm never away from the kids. I don't have any help. My husband works all the time. Last time I checked, all kids sleep at some point. You're going to have to take an hour or two when the kids are asleep to do some of this stuff so that you can wake up tomorrow and be able to be fully present for you. It's not even for them. It's just it's for you, for you to be able to show up to today or tomorrow feeling that you're 100% ready to tackle what's coming today and able to connect with your kids. It's, it's so rewarding. It's so rewarding. That's why it's so important. So there's a simple way, you know, to get this all done. And it's saving those digital tasks for when the kids are gone or asleep. So again, if you think of those tasks on the phone or on the computer when you're with your kids, which you will, send an email reminder to yourself or do a voice memo or write a note in your phone or write it on a good old-fashioned post-it note and just do it later when the kids aren't around. So like I was saying earlier, now that I work in the She Just Glows studio, I'm literally so amazed at how productive I am because I do all these tasks in my office and it's just done. I thought waiting for office hours to do things like schedule doctor's appointments and buy birthday gifts would make it everything take longer, but it doesn't. It actually takes a fraction of the time because I'm focused and I'm not being interrupted. So write it down, wait for when the kids are gone or someone else is watching them or they're asleep and have at it. I even update all of our finances and pay all of our bills here at the office every two weeks on payday. And sometimes on payday, I'm with the kids all day. I'm not here at the office. So I'll table that um, maybe until the weekend when my husband can be on kid duty for a few hours. I'm setting myself up to have a less frustrating day. The day doesn't need to happen to you. You can control the flow of your day and have power over how many tabs you have open and how you segment your day by simply having clear boundaries between digital time, your phone time, and real life. And what I've found with this process, as simple as it is, it's just a few simple tweaks that truly, truly bring me closer to an absolutely rewarding life of connecting with my family and showing up fully present. I'm so glad we got to do this today. Listen, everybody knows word of mouth is the best advertising. So if you liked what you heard, follow, share, leave a review. And there's so much more where that came from. Go to shejustglows.com to read words of encouragement and inspiration that you just might need today. There you'll also learn about my work as a life coach and how we can work together. My publications have been viewed more than 4 million times by moms around the world. We have such an amazing community. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and well, that's all I got right now. I've decided I'm too old for TikTok. Remember, you've got this. You are enough. I'll see you next time. And until then, you glow girl.